My name is Haley Smith, and I am an astrologer. All right. So, Haley, can you tell me just a little bit about your background, how you got into astrology, and kind of the services that you provide? Yes. So, I was first introduced to astrology 10 years ago when I was 18. I happened to stumble across Cafe Astrology, the free birth chart. It kind of automatically puts out a really robust description of your birth chart. And I think that's how a lot of people first get into studying their own birth chart. And that was how I got into it. And I became enthralled in love, enamored with it because it was such a powerful mirror for me after, you know, frankly, a, a lifetime of pretty severe abuse as a kid. And seeing my own birth chart for the first time, reading about it, studying it was totally life altering. It was so powerful for me to see myself reflected in that way in such detail and specificity. And I became obsessed over the years. I went to the U of A shortly after graduating high school and shortly after discovering astrology and in my free time, I, which, you know, in college is not a lot. <laughs> in my free time, I would just obsessively study astrology. And in 2015, I started to offer chart readings to people. I wanted to give the gift of astrology to others or give the gifts, I should say, plural, because it's a, it's a lifelong kind of relationship, you're never done learning, that I was given when I began my own study and my own self-inquiry and all the healing and transformation that I experienced. I wanted to be able to offer that to other people. And six years later, here I am full-time working one-on-one -on -one with people and also working in an advisory role to different businesses. So that's the Cliff Notes version. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and kind of, you know, how is that process of going from this being something that was really personal and really, um, I don't want to say a hobby, but something mm -hmm. that was like you're an interest and then moving it into your business and, and to a work role? Well, the six year journey has certainly been bumpy. And when I first started out giving out readings, I was totally undercharging and I didn't quite see it as something that could be viable, you know, because there's not really like a viable career path. There's, <laughs> that's not really something that's offered to us in our, in our schooling. It's not something that pops up on like, here's your career test. You should work here. Like, you know what I mean? Like the skill stuff, but um, it was a lot of practice, a lot of having several other, frankly, terrible jobs <laughs> that were I in in retrospect were really pushing me along the path toward actually believing that this could be something viable and something that I could do to sustain myself and I, yeah I think it was a, a a confluence of things I think it was definitely mentors terrible work experiences wonderful friends who kept reminding me like no you can't actually do this um, having examples of other people who were also spiritual practitioners who made this like a career and being able to look up to them and see what they did to get themselves there was also incredibly helpful. You know, when you have clients or, or new people reach out to you, how has that been? And what are some of the things that they're seeking out when they're getting in contact with you? Um, mm -hmm. Like what, what kind of services are they, do they gravitate towards or what did they want to get out of it? 
So most people come to me from word of mouth primarily, and then also I would say secondarily, probably social media, but word of mouth is definitely the big one. Um, And I feel like what most people are seeking out is really specific, fine-tuned guidance. You know, your birth chart is extremely unique and specific to you. It's like your cosmic thumbprint, you could say. And being able to have a dialogue about the self, (laughs) to be able to facilitate for others deep, deep intimacy within themselves, to make more aligned decisions, to talk through their deepest desires so that they can actually pursue them and go after them, to talk through their journeys of healing. I mean, it's a very powerful excavation into the self. And so I feel like that's what people are really looking for when they come to work with me is I guess what I was looking for when I first got into astrology is the power of being mirrored and being affirmed and having direction. You could also think of the birth chart as of your map, (laughs) your map that really no one else on the earth has your map toward how to navigate healthier relationships, healthier emotions, your career path. You know, it's all there in the chart. It's wild. (laughs) And it's also wild that it gets so much, well, God, that's a whole other side conversation, but it gets, you know, very, very, or historically has been really belittled, demeans, you know, something silly, but it's one of the most powerful tools and ancient tools available to us in our paths. Yeah. And can you talk about that? Just like how it gets pushed to the side and talked about as something that is, oh, that's just silly or that's just superstitious or it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. Um, yeah. You know, when people come to you and say that, or when you hear someone say that, how do you break that down and help them understand the validity and the historical, you know, uh, significance of the things that you do and of mm. astrology? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's really, if you really, really want to go there, I feel like a lot of the predominant disrespect of spiritual traditions and of magical traditions of astrology, a lot of that is rooted in colonialism, rooted in the lie of white supremacy, the ways in which um, colonialism went literally worldwide and even in Europe and divorced people from their very grounding spiritual traditions, from their connections with the divine, with astrology. You know, there are countless examples of astrological systems and cultures worldwide. It's been around forever, forever, ever, ever. Royalty of so many different civilizations, pretty much they all have, you know, court astrologers to help them make really important decisions. There are whole cities and universities that were designed based off of astrological systems. And oh, there's, there's so much to be said about that. But yeah, I, the, the disrespect of it is, I think, also rooted in the fact that it's so nonlinear. I feel like astrology and really all of the occult, all of the ways we think about magic are very anti-capitalist in nature. It can't be measured it can't be put on an assembly line 
And it's also so empowering to have intimacy with self, to be rooted and to be so self-possessed. I think all of these practices help us connect to ourselves and to connect to each other more deeply. And the current systems that we're living under don't want us to be in connection with ourselves and connection with each other. So <laughs> that's my very deep answer. I feel like that is a huge part of why um, these traditions are so disrespected is because they are extremely powerful. If they weren't powerful, they wouldn't have been, uh, you know, taken away from colonized peoples all over the world. They wouldn't have been made illegal in colonies. Ooh, child, I can keep going, but <laughs> I think that's a huge part of it is that it is immensely, immensely powerful. And the powers of me don't, don't want that, you know? And I'm stubborn and, enough to keep doing that, to keep talking about it, because I think the more people are connected to themselves and to each other, the more intimacy that we have within ourselves and within each other only contributes to a more healed world. But working within, like in Fayetteville and in Arkansas, you know, how, how has that been? You know, what's the, the reception from people here been? How is like the, the pagan or occult community here? Mm -hmm. Is it receptive? Is it, mm -hmm. is it even really feel like a community at all? Mm, what a question. Um, I would say in NWA overall, I would, I, I guess for, just speaking for me, I feel like my experience as far as rece reception has been mixed. Um, some people have been so into it and so supportive and think it's super cool. Um, I have a lot of clients in the area who I adore and who have been amazing to work with. And I've also received pretty, lots of, lots of mansplaining, lots of white splaining about what I do. <laughs> um, uh, I've just been really unfortunate. Well, for them, because I usually put them in their place. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I don't have time for skepticism. It, it, it really makes my blood boil and I've got pretty good responses to it. So um, it's been pretty mixed uh, as far as overall how it's been received. But yeah, lots of lots of support, lots of openness. Yeah, because I saw that you do some, uh, you said you do some like astrology for businesses and for mm -hmm. Uh, some of your clients are people who mm -hmm. have like entrepreneurs or have a business or something. Can you walk me through like how that works and what, what they're looking for when they ask you for your help or for your guidance? Yeah. So going back to one of the things that I mentioned earlier about this idea that people have been working with astrology for a very long time as a form of making very potent auspiciously timed decisions, right? So I have been working with businesses for a while in helping them do the same. So with the kind of newly launched thing that I launched this summer, astrology for businesses that I have, um, electional astrology is the art of choosing a really potent time for maybe releasing jewelry or um, releasing a whole, you know, launching a whole new business altogether, or even helping 
different business owners with some personal things that they have going on that will only help them be, you know, better leaders, better business owners. I work with them. I look at the birth charts of their businesses. You can look at a birth chart for all kinds of things. You can look at a birth chart even for a city or a country um, and also the, the, the birth of a business. So I walk through it with them. Um, and depending on what they're wanting, I help them choose a really sharp time and date to release something or to do something that's really significant in their business. Um, and it's pretty groovy, I have to say. <laughs> I have really, really wonderful clients who are like musicians, some clients who work in fashion, some who are other witches and spiritual practitioners who, you know, want that guidance and it, you know, it pays off. <laughs> yeah. And how have like the last couple of years been? Because I feel like, you know, the, from what I've read and like some studies, like it was Pew Research and like Consumer Reports um, said from like 2018 to now, there's been like a big uptick in people turning um, less out of novelty and more out of like actual desire to understand mm -hmm. spirituality and paganism and, and Wicca and all these different, you know, my terminology is not great, but <laughs> <laughs> no, different. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Has it been, have you seen an uptick of people reaching out to you for services or turning to you for your help? Yes. So April of last year, which was quite the year, yeah, <laughs> was when I decided that I would really try to fully commit to my astrology practice. I'd been in, a, in my own kind of journey of not believing, believing in myself, not believing I could actually do this. And something last April just kind of compelled me <clears throat> to believe in it and to do it. And it was a pretty wise decision because I had quite a few clients and I have read similar articles that astrologers had quite the year last year of people coming to them. I think to the tune of like billions of dollars um, of astrologers all over. And I would say at least when considering the time frame of the pandemic and how it continues, I think that hmm, I think the pandemic was illuminating of a lot of things, including the reflections on the fact of mortality and really getting intimate with this idea of our own mortality. It really also encourages us into honoring the preciousness of our lives and the brevity of our lives and what we're going to do with it. And like I was saying earlier, your birth chart is a pretty powerful tool, very, very unique to you that can help you work with the material and with the preciousness of your life. You know, this is information that we have to work with taken from the moment of your first breath, which is super beautiful and really powerful. And so I would say the uptick, uh, probably a huge part of it is this idea of people really reckoning with their mortality and also, okay, this is a fact, I'm mortal. <laughs> and what are we going to do within, 
what am I going to do within my lifespan to maximize it, to make it beautiful, wild, everything that I want it to be? And your birth chart is one very, very wonderful portal, avenue, mirror through which to be able to make meaning of that and to give you direction of how to navigate toward your desires. Yeah. You know, if somebody is new to astrology, they are interested, they're not sure, um, you know, what, what do you say to a new client who's coming to you or, or to just somebody who's interested? Well, um, <laughs> working with a, a skilled astrologer is always good. And a skilled astrologer, I think one a really important skill is the ability to translate because, yeah, this is most to most people, astrological language is like a totally foreign language. So, you know, of course, working with someone who's super skilled and can translate all this to someone who's totally new although working with an astrologer is not accessible to everyone and so there's lots of free materials to be found online there's lots of really wonderful podcasts of people sharing information for free amazing youtubers um plenty of really really wonderful books educational materials of all formats all over the place for anyone new who is seeking information yeah. Once you enter that rabbit hole and you're really into it, it's like you're never going to come back because it's there's always so much to learn. I've been studying this for, you know, a decade now, over a decade now, and I still feel like a little a little baby fish who's still learning. Like it's incredible. Uh, and then is there anything that you just think, you know, like myths about astrology, um, myths about people who are interested in like the occult or Wicca or witches or paganism, anything that you want people to know that they just don't get? I think the myth that people who are into this, these topics, into these ways of being are quote unquote crazy is again, that, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier of like the residues of colonialism god eternal sigh <laughs> it's like no it's not it's really grounding radical ancient work to be doing this and to be reclaiming ancestral traditions especially for black and brown people like this isn't crazy this isn't evil um it's actually incredibly rooting and incredibly empowering and um, I guess, I guess a lot of the myths are really colonial myths, and I would encourage anyone to really take some time to decolonize what we've, what so many of us have been conditioned to believe about witchcraft, about astrology, about mysticism. Because really these, these practices, these studies, these art forms have been the foundations for a lot of our sciences, for a lot of the language that we use, for a lot of uh, the ways in which we think about all kinds of things. So yeah, I would say that. <laughs> nice. And is there anything else that you, uh, you wanna add or say, or you think uh, people should know? A good way to reach you also. 
a good way to reach me, you can follow me on Instagram, Haley Jessica Smith, H A L E Y. None of those extra vowels in the in my name. Please, H A L E Y Jessica Smith on Instagram. Um, and HaleySmith.co, C O, not com, C O. As far as things that I want people to know, yeah. I guess if you're listening and you're a spiritual practitioner, you're a witch, you have a passion about astrology, continue to pursue your path and not take anyone's nonsense, anyone's skepticism and continue to empower yourself with knowledge and wisdom.